Okay. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Phenomenal Message Makers pod and video cast. We believe that every person has a message, something that they wish to share, leave as a legacy, carry out to those who can benefit, and also to find others who share in the meaning of that message. Our Facebook group has members from all over the globe in a multitude of industries, and we all wish to share with you our messages wrapped in deed, action, hope, and faith that if one person's life can be changed by hearing that message, we have success. I'd like to welcome today's guest, Winnie Kamoya. She has more than 20 years as a businesswoman and holds an MBA in strategic management and honorary baccalaureate in education. In addition to serving as the CEO of International Renaissance Center and being a two times number one international best-selling author, she is the founder of Women in Leadership, the conference in Africa. She is a renowned speaker who has traveled the world and inspired and transformed the lives of countless women along the way. But her journey to success was not always as clear. She has been uh, seen on countless television appearances and uh, radio shows, programs, and print interviews as well. Winnie, thank you for joining us on the broadcast. So great to see you. I know it's uh, a little bit in the evening for you. Uh, you are in East Africa, correct? Correct. Beautiful. Okay, so if you could uh, elaborate more on your background, and uh, I, I didn't want to take over the, the spotlight of you, um, what you wanted to be when you grew up, what you do now, how that might be um, connected to each other or not at all. So let's hear about you. Thank you so much, Jane. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast and I'm glad that I have this opportunity because can you believe this is a person who was once very doubtful, shy, fearful. As a young girl, I was one person who would rather be behind the scenes, nowhere to be seen, but today I promise you that that journey has been a journey and I'm so happy to share my journey because as a young girl, I didn't know that I would be able to face my fear, to stop doubting myself and to start believing in myself. I knew I grew up from a very humble family my mother was a teacher. I learned a few years ago because my mother died when I was 16 years old. My dad was an accountant. And I think much of what I can remember my, of my mother before she died, she was just a housewife at the time I got to know my mother. So knowing my mother as a housewife, there is no way I could have learned that I could be courageous. So maybe part of the fear, the doubt came from seeing my mother as a housewife and thinking that as a woman or as a girl, your work is in the house or in the kitchen. So definitely I can see some of the fears and doubts that come around us as girls and as women. We have to be able to check where the source of that comes from. And today, when I look at myself, I ask myself the question, what is it that I was fearful of? What is it that I doubted about myself? Because that is what most of you as listeners, you could be asking yourself, what are you fearful of? 
what are you doubting about your own self? Because it begins with that question. Beautiful. And, and that, I'm assuming that that is what your message is wrapped around. Uh, in, in a small sentence, what would be your phenomenal message to everyone? Well, since I grew up thinking that fear and actually doubting myself, my message is around leading yourself fast so that you can lead others. Because I believe the minute you begin to believe in yourself is the minute you begin to take action. Action comes when you look at yourself and see the person who you are and decide. I am going to believe in what I see in front of me and I'm going to take action. And when you take action, you begin to lead you first. And you know, when you lead yourself first, you can easily lead others. So my message is lead yourself first and then you'll be able to lead others. I believe in a philosophy that who I want to be is in my hands because whatever you decide or whoever you decide to become is always within you. The decision is yours. Very great. Uh, I, I see that you're passionate about that. Um, when when you talk about your your message, what was the um, how what was the connection between your message, your heartfelt message, and how, how did that bring you to the work that you're doing now? Interestingly, my message maybe that developed without my knowing because I remember very well that because I was very fearful, I didn't know this was holding me back. And I remember when I started looking at myself and asking those questions was when one of a family friend said to me, how long are you going to wait for others to come and invite you to do what you do from your heart? And I didn't understand what was he saying to me? And I asked him, what are you saying? And he said to me, you mean you don't know what you do? You mean you don't understand that lives are changed or what are you waiting for seriously? Like, what are you afraid of? You know, that time when somebody looks at you in the eye and tells you who you are and you're not conscious of who you are or the impact you bring around, that was it for me. From that moment, he said, I'm going to hold your hand if that is what is required, but you have to begin and you have to start. And that's where my journey as a leader and as a CEO began. Somebody saw it in me, believed in me, and helped me to see myself the way the world was seeing me. So sometimes it takes somebody else to see what is within you if you can't really see it in yourself. And when they see it and when they confirm to you, because maybe we are always waiting for that confirmation. When it comes, it comes as a shock, as a surprise. So it pushed me into the deep waters, expecting that I would swim. If I didn't have the little courage inside me, which of course must be what he was saying, then I would not have done it. And I believe that push was necessary to get me out of the comfort zone. That is what got me out. And that is what got me into where I am today. If I didn't get that push 
of that moment where somebody sees and looks at you and makes you begin to see a different perspective of yourself, I would still be in my comfort zone because in the comfort zone, nothing is scary. But once you are out there in the sea, you've got to swim, got to move. And that's where my journey began. So you you seem to have said that as an, as an attribute, as, a, as an instance that set you apart from staying in that comfort zone to, to just be there. You needed that push. Do you, do you use that in terms of you being a leader? Do you look for those differences in the people that you lead, the people that you work with? Um, do you look to encourage that? Is that something that um, maybe sets them apart for you as, as their leader? One of the things that I, I'm so glad that I didn't know when I was doing my bachelor degree in education that I would really use this. I remember as a young girl, I used to say I wanted to be a teacher, but as I grew up and as I went to the university to study bachelor of education, I was terrified to even stand in front of people. But when I reflect back, I always believe that uh, God has a way of showing you what or who you're supposed to be. And I'm grateful that I became, I actually did the Bachelor of Education. Yes, I was scared. Yes, I didn't want to apply or use it. But today that is what I use. Because most of my clients, when they come and when we talk the first time, you can see the fear, you can feel the fear. You can feel the doubt. They doubt themselves so much that they will not even apply for the next promotion. They will not even venture into something. They know very well they are suitable. But you know, when you talk to them, when you begin to help them to see a different perspective of themselves, things change, not quite easily, but at least they give it a chance. And I've seen so many people get out of that comfort zone and realize their full potential, become leaders, do things they were afraid to do, and actually impact the world. I think that is the greatest moment when you meet with somebody and they say, I'm so happy you helped me get out of my comfort zone. Initially, they don't realize, but once they realize, they're so grateful. So it's something that I still apply. It's something that I still use when I'm dealing with the clients because I realize it was not only me. There are many of us who don't see that and we doubt. And that's why we stay where we want to stay, where it doesn't feel challenging. So in terms of values as a leader, um, what are what are those what are those key values that motivate you in your in your actions with other people? Uh, what are the the things that you um, besides I hear you saying um, that recognition of what's truly in them? What are some other values that you look for? I mean, you would agree sometimes there are people that are, that are out there that just are okay with status quo, or or. Um, don't mind staying in their comfort zone because let's face it, like you said, it's uncomfortable. Um, what are the values, what are those maybe characteristics that, that you see with somebody that, that needs that push? Sometimes it's openness because um, we look at ourselves from the angle of our parents, our teachers, the people around us, the community, the environment. 
and when interacting with a client just being open with them might help open the places where they don't want to open because sometimes people have told you things until you've internalized them as true when you are open honest then they begin to think differently remember no one once they know something different will remain the way they were it helps them just a bit of honesty being authentic because most of the time sometimes we doubt our own authentic self we are who we are let's accept and embrace that why fear ourselves we shouldn't and that is something that i really like to remind people just be the authentic self that is what everyone is looking for it is what we all die for we want the world to know us as we are that's beautiful i love that i absolutely love that um so let's move on to now who has been the greatest influence in your life and why i know you spoke about your mom but is has there been other people that are that are that have been in your life and as an influence i think i would say my dad and my first born son i say my dad because this is the person when my mother died i think this is the person who had the most influence on my life and i think especially when my mother passed on because maybe the relationship or the learning that i was supposed to get from my mom didn't come because she passed on too early but with my dad yes he would say a lot of things my dad is one person who loved reading he loved traveling he's one person who believed that even if you're a girl you can still succeed if he didn't believe in that maybe I would have taken a different route. My dad believed education is for all and anyone can choose to be successful. So my dad just helped me realize that it's an open world, the opportunity is always there for everyone. My son and the person who made me start really reading now is my son. My first born son one day asked me, "Mommy, you are always training and helping other people have you read this book um it's by ben ben carson think big and i'm like which book is that what is it about and he says you train and you've never read this book there's something you're missing that's my son the other thing that he made me listen to that was really really helpful is the power of the subconscious mind my son influenced the way i think and influenced me in changing so many things because that book transformed the way i thought the way i thought about myself and how i should approach other things i also have other mentors that i follow i believe if you have not read the giant within you're missing on something anthony robbins has a very beautiful book and this really helped me to understand some of the things that I was taking for granted that within me I had everything that I needed surely it can't be I also uh, am influenced by Robin Sharma the author of the monk who sold his Ferrari 
one of the great books that I read from him, I've actually read a lot of books by him, is The Leader Without a Title. I love that book. Because anytime I'm dealing with a client that thinks that they need a title for them to be seen as a leader, I just take them back and say, please read this book and you will understand you need no title, whatever you are. Do whatever it is that you are doing to the best of your ability and people will see from your actions. I also love Lisa Nichols. She's one of the ladies that really made me realize that nothing can stop you. As a black woman, having to be in the secret, that was really impressive for me. For nine years, I was following what she was doing and I wanted just to do everything that I learned from her. Because then I realized, you know what? It's about the action you take and no one is stopping you. You have the choices and you can make the decision to take action. So that has really helped me. Beautiful, beautiful influencing. Uh, I agree with you on, on the books and uh, Lisa Nichols is also somebody that is such a, a powerful influence. Um, very, very uh, foundational in the way you think and everything else. So I uh, totally agree with you. Um, you did uh, touch on something that uh, would bring me to my next question to you. Have, you. have you ever been subject to discrimination because you're a woman in your role? Um, can, you, can you talk to that? Can you speak to that or, or um, in general? I mean, not, not just in your role. And we as women always come up against roadblocks but um and you <laughs> i love everybody interesting when i say roadblocks everybody laughs okay um so can you speak to any any instances where um either i in your role just as a woman interesting even though at that point when maybe i experienced it i didn't take it like it was discrimination i was like you've got to prove yourself at some point i think when i started my business my consultancy firm i was a mom men i was the first lady to join in that field so i was the only one and they would always make you know those uh, funny comments stereotype comments of course you're going to that lady <laughs> you know okay. but when i had i just said to myself i think they are facing the challenge that they cannot really believe that a lady can do it and i said to myself you know what i fit the shoes i'm going to do it i believe in myself and i'm going to do it and i'm going to show them that I can do it. And I remember my ex-boss had actually said, Winnie, you can do it. So I knew I could do it. And I said, I'm not going to give it thought. Maybe that helped me because then I didn't need any excuse to give to my inner critic that, you know, you are a woman. I said to myself, there are other women. And luckily for me, when I was stepping up, I had about, uh, I think four women, three were leading international organizations so i went to them and i asked them how do i become a leader in my organization having been a housewife i just had my son who was about uh, about four four months five months and they said winnie you're a manager transfer your skills now in a different environment apply them if you're stuck just come to us so I don't think that if I didn't have those mentors as women, maybe I would have faced different challenges. But just seeing them doing it helped me a lot. So I wasn't like 
now I should fear that the men. In fact, I think when I was hosting the conferences and some of them I would invite men, when I was going to make my speeches, the men would be like, you're going to speak? And I'm like, yes, is there a problem? And oh, okay, we're just wondering whether you'd be able. But I must say that, remember the people who pushed me first were men. So even them, they were watching and they were like, you can do it. So you can't have people saying you can do it. And then on the side, you are telling yourself, seriously, will I not do it? I can't do it, or maybe I can do it. I just say to myself, you can do it. Here is an opportunity, go do it. Um, in terms of being a support system to other female business owners or leaders, what what advice would you give them? How, how do you... Um, uh, how would you incorporate the support of other women? I was speaking to somebody the other day and they said that um, they're very surprised that a lot of the discrimination that they did receive was from other women, um, which was surprising at the time to her, but not so surprising now. Um, it ha And it seems to have not, you know, continued as much. But in terms of women supporting women, uh, any advice as a leader, um, suggestions? I think um, a lot of insecurities is around you not being confident about yourself and not believing that you could actually help others without you maybe losing the opportunity because I think I had an incident once in the workplace and what I realized later was that the person was insecure because they felt I would take over their job and so a lot of that discrimination in the workplace of where you find that it is the women, it is the insecurity. I normally speak like to my clients and even to myself, they know. I always tell them and say, if there is anything that you need to learn, that you feel, this is why the other person feels better than you, go learn it. It's something that can be done. And anytime somebody is stepping into an area which you feel they shouldn't, that it is your area you want to protect, Maybe it's time to move to the next level. Look around. You'll be surprised that it's your time to move up for them to step where you are. So, yes, that, is, that happens. And most of the times, it is the insecurity around it. And I believe one thing. All of us were gifted differently. So if we are gifted differently, it means that we can and we have something that is different from everyone. So even if they come and step in my role, most likely there are some things they can't do the way I do. So where should the insecurity come from? Because already God has given me what he has given me for me. And whatever else that they can do, they can't do it the way I can do it. So I look at it from that. So if I have an opportunity to help others, I do. Actually, that's one thing people will be surprised like, you're just helping me without holding back. Then I'm like, if it will help you, well and good. I've got a lot of other things that God has gifted me with. And I've done that for so many women. They've been successful. They even like disappear because they feel maybe I'm going to be challenging them. But I'm like, no, I'm not here to challenge you. God has given you whatever it is that you're gifted in or the talent. And I have my own talent that is my talent. So I support a lot of women. I support, I mentor, I coach, I train. Well, right. and you don't see them necessarily as competition or no. 
or threats or and I, I think you're 100 right i think a lot of people uh react that way because of their own insecurities which leads right back to what you said from the beginning it's believing in yourself so that's a beautiful uh beautiful comment on it i i, I so appreciate that so um now we're up to our rapid fire questions um we could do uh short word answer short one word answers or short phrases um, I tried this the other day with one of my interviewees and um, we didn't keep the short answers, but we tried. Um, anyway, okay, so quickly, quickly uh, best self-care advice? Exercise, eat well, sleep. I sleep eight hours, sleep, sleep. I'm telling you, sleep. <laughs> you send sleep. some of that over here. Sleep. Okay. <laughs> sleep. Your greatest accomplishment? For me, it's being an international best-selling author. I think that was a dream. Happened second time, so I'm so happy. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, your next project or milestone to celebrate? I'm looking forward into the digital world. That, for me, is the next milestone. Cool, very good. So what I'm afraid of, you're going to embrace. That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, your best way to celebrate? anything <laughs> most of the times it's maybe with family i just want to show them sit down talk and really let that sink in because sometimes we forget especially as women to let that sink in so enjoy the moment beautiful yes. um your childhood wish as an occupation i think you might have said that before yeah i said as a teacher i said that when I was a child, but I don't, I'm not sure I was serious, but then I'm a teacher. Okay, very good. Um, I think you've answered this question too. Would you mentor another person, another woman? Sure, I love that. Um, and you've already written a book or two. Um, mm -hmm. I would like to know if you were going to write another book, whether it be for fun or for business, uh, what would you write it on? I'm going to write more books. There okay. must be about leadership, confidence, and anything that will empower women to step out so that they can step out. I believe we need to do it. Very good. And your superpower? Maybe part of it comes from me being honest and helping others, persuading them to believe in themselves. It is the hardest. Thing. If you don't believe in yourself, no one will believe in you. So that persuasion, really for me, I think is really a superpower because people don't realize it until they have unleashed their full potential or their leadership potential. So persuasion is one of the things that I would look at as something that really is important. Also being a visionary, because if you're going to persuade somebody that they are leaders and they don't see it, you see, that is being seeing the future for them. They can't see it for themselves. That is, I think, a superpower. That if you have it, you're lucky. You're good. A persuasive visionary. That's beautiful. Very good. Okay. What's the number one goal you plan to accomplish over the next year? Over the next year? Apart from the digital... Um, it, uh, stepping to the digital world, I'm still going to write a book or two. That is something that is still there. 
Good. Okay. And what advice would you give women, uh, give to women who are looking to establish themselves as a leader? Be bold. Okay. Be bold. Present yourself. No one is going to be looking for you. Just present yourself. People are looking for people who will be courageous enough to say, I'm here. And when you're here, then people will be able to work with you. So show up for yourself. No one will show up for you. And be ready to take the next challenge. Remember that you have to take the first step because if you don't take, there is no way of knowing where you could be next. True. So yes. lead yourself first, then you can lead others. Take exactly. action. Yes. Your authentic self. That's yes. your message. And so, so greatly needed. I think so many women uh, and men re would really um, come into their own if they just believed in themselves just a little bit more and, and led themselves first, and were, were accountable, were responsible for themselves first, and then they could lead other, others. Well, and by the way, there's no way you can lead others if you can't lead yourself. They say, when you lead yourself, you have enough now to serve others. Because leadership is about, have you served yourself enough to know how to serve others? You can't serve others if you haven't served yourself. Correct, correct. Yeah, and people get clues from the way you serve yourself, so, mm -hmm. yeah. True, very true, that they can see that right away. Well, mm. Winnie, thank you so much for sharing your insight with uh, all our listeners. It is a fa fantastic message for life, for work, for family, whatever dealings that you have to be, just being day-to-day. Uh, -day, uh, your message is so powerful, and so many women and men can benefit from hearing it. Uh, I hope everybody's watching it, and, and, and if they truly believe it, they can go far. Uh, if you'd like to connect with Winnie, you can visit her website at winniecash.com. Um, her email and phone number are there. And uh, we're also on Facebook and on LinkedIn on, under Win Winnie, I can't speak today, Winnie Kumaya, Leadership Development Coach. Okay, again, lead yourself first, then you are able to lead others, take action. Thank you again, Winnie. I so appreciate you uh, joining us this afternoon, evening, wherever it is, where you, wherever anybody listening is. Um, I'd like to thank you again. Um, and everyone listening out there, if you have a phenomenal message, a cause you're involved with, a company message, a nonprofit organization you'd like to share, or community-based group, whatever you feel carries with it a phenomenal message and would like to be featured on our broadcast, please reach out to me through Facebook at JP Business, Biz, excuse me, JP Biz Coaching, or send me an email to jane at janeparmel.com. Thanks again for listening to Phenomenal Message Makers broadcast. Have a phenomenal day.